Thank you to Hey Grill Hay for sponsoring this episode. You know, as I was uh, going back and looking at some a different episode we're going to be doing, uh, it was one of the, also one of the uh, lost episodes, like one of the first ones we ever mm-hmm. did was on this topic, and it was so bad, <laughs> and I was laughing the whole time I was doing research, because I was just like, I remember looking this up before. We Man, that was a bad episode. <laughs> I want to go back and listen to those. Yeah. Maybe one day we will release them. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Sounds echoey in here. It does it sound is, echoey. It is a little echoey. Why does it sound so echoey? Is it because we are at Bruce Wayne's house in the <laughs> dining room? Yep. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that was awesome. Did you hear that? Yeah, a little bit. Ah. It does feel like, I think the reason that I wanted to sit down here was because of that scene in Batman 89 where he's having dinner. Yeah. With Vicky Vale. That's what I was Vic, talking Vicky about. Vicky Vale. And like... <laughs> There's, yeah, that, I totally get that. I like that. Um, except for there's nobody in the middle of that scene being like, what'd you guys say? How's it going over there? Hey, you can be our Alfred. Alfred didn't have to host a podcast. He just dropped off some more nerves once in a while. Uh, speaking of podcasts, this is one. Welcome to it. It's called Foodie It. Uh, Denny, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be discussing Irish cuisine. Why? Uh, why the H not? Fair enough. <laughs> what is Irish cuisine, Todd? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's food that they consume in Ireland. Is that is that what you were asking? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, I guess. That's the broad definition of it, but uh, do you... Either of you know much about Irish cuisine? Cuisine. I'm gonna give you guys some full disclosure here. Wasn't a hundred percent sure it was even a thing, but it timed out okay with St. Patrick's Day, so I was like, "Oh, let's do it." Yeah, go for it. And I looked it up to see if it was an actual thing. I didn't dive in any details yet, but Irish cuisine is indeed a real thing. So, I know some of my favorite food in Las Vegas is at an Irish pub. Ah, yeah. So true. there's that. Their nachos are killer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't think that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Irish nachos <laughs> they are the best nachos ever but I don't think it's this was all just a ruse to get Todd to take us to McMullen's <laughs> uh, not a sponsor but McMullen's if you're listening please sponsor me yeah, you don't have to sponsor you. this podcast just sponsor my meals at McMullen's oh man yeah oh, that's a good direction but most of the food that I think of that I get there is I w- I, maybe it is Irish, but I think it falls under more Britishy. Yeah, which I guess Ireland to, is yeah. Ireland part of Great Britain. I don't want to get political here. Here's the thing. Okay, where is Ireland? <laughs> no, no. Here's one. the thing. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I think Northern Ireland is its own country, and then the rest of Ireland is part of the UK. I think you're right. I believe I am. Yeah, I'm not going to do a geography lesson here, but I think you're right. Yeah, so it would make sense that some of the food seems more UK-ish. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, it's also have, really small and really close together yeah. there. So we're what we're talking about of like the difference of countries is like, that's not Florida, that's Georgia. Or yeah. Whatever. Like it's, yeah. throw a stone. <laughs> but that makes sense. Probably close to the same size, too. I don't know. Probably. Um what, uh, yeah, do you know any Irish food stuff? You look angry. You no, I'm just thinking. Do you want me to? Just, I, was, I was thinking geography. I was <laughs> you like. You remember how he gets shark eyes when he thinks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shark eyes. He just, goes, he just goes dead, and you're not sure if he's going to murder you. Uh, also, I, that's so funny you say that. I was watching this uh, documentary, I guess. I don't know. Like a, a, mini, a mini series. It's not funny, but when I get to this part, but there was this like murder mystery, like a real true crime thing. That's what it is. True crime. Right. And they were talking about one person in this. They're like, when he got drunk, like his friend was talking about it and he's like, everyone was so scared of his eyes. And I was like, no, he's just really drunk and trying to focus on what you're saying. Like he's trying to process the information, <laughs> but everyone was like, he looked so scary. But I think they were right because I was watching a true crime yeah. doc. So yeah, it was actually a murderer. So yeah. maybe they were right. Anyway, what's up, Shark Eyes? 
Ireland is <laughs> the island, right? It is an island, I believe. Yeah. But and Scotland's like just it's the same land as Eng- Eng- England. 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 I think it's England. like a peninsula, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no it's there's no break water break. It's all the same. I think so. Body of land, and then Ireland is an island, mm-hmm. and then there's Northern Ireland, which. So is Ireland got a lot of seafood? If they're an island, I yeah. would think so. But I've never mahi, heard Yeah, lots of mahi-mahi. I don't think mahi-mahi is in the North Atlantic. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel it. My Irish heritage is like mahi-mahi. <laughs> oh, you were offended on behalf of Irish people? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, yeah, same thing, I guess. And the other people that it might offend. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but no, they're, if they're an island, they probably have... Listen, like, I have Scottish. That's like my last name is from Scotland, so I feel like I have to hate everything Irish, don't I? It's like they were like always at war with each other or something. You're, I think all well, four of those countries now have had a real row with one another at one time or another. They're basically always fighting with each other unless someone else steps <laughs> in, and then they're like, "Hey, mind your business." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like siblings. <laughs> yeah. And then someone picks on one of them, and all of them are like, hey. hey. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I don't know. I was going to say Brexit, but I don't understand that enough to make <laughs> <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> There's something going on with that right now. With Northern Ireland and Brexit. Really? Yeah, I never watched the news, but I watched the news the other day, and there was something about that. I so, didn't understand it because it's above my pay grade, but. <laughs> it's definitely above mine, too. Uh I'm, so I mean, if I leave, it's a Lexit. That's what we're going to call it when I quit. The Lexit. Go on. Sorry. I just could start spouting off Irish foods. That's about all I could do. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, Corn, beef, and cabbage? That might be. I, I guess we'll figure that out. But I mean, it's what we eat every St. Patrick's Day. So, so here's... Well, yeah, and it wouldn't be like us to appropriate something. <laughs> I know, incorrectly. right? Let's look. Let's be honest here. What we ate at St. Patrick's Day is what we eat every other day, but we diet green. Okay, that's not Irish food. That's... Eggs and ham, I'm pretty sure, are pretty Irish. Uh, Dr. Seuss. That, that's a communist manifesto right there, that book. Is it? I think so. Green mm. eggs and ham? I mean, I don't know. Dude had some things going on. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway. Uh, haggis? Haggis? Or is that Scottish? Scottish, I think. Oh, man. I don't even know what this is. Dude, I don't know either. Bangers and mash. That's that's the only other thing, because that's what I get at McMullen's, but I don't know if it's Irish or british It's all over that place. Guinness pot pie. Mm, Guinness. Guinness is. is Irish. Yeah. Now we're on to something, and I have a plan for John, the course. John Jameson. Yeah. He was Irish. Jack McDaniel. <laughs> Jack McDaniels. John Jack Fitzdaniel something is it Jim Jim McBean <laughs> Yeah All right let's have some Irish food <laughs> Lucky Charms uh whiskey is Irish though This is this is true Uh well do we want to do like I don't know what we're going to find out by I don't want to do a heavy research thing in this but like I thought we could just try to make some stuff this time yes. maybe We haven't done that in a long time So I said we have a food party. To step a little bit. Are you good with it, Todd? Always. A little bit on the main course round then. I'm just going to pull up what are some different Irish dishes because I don't know at all. <clears throat> and I feel like we're going to get nowhere otherwise. I don't know if there's like fish. I mean, it's I'm an sure island. It's got to be fish. Yeah. Irish cuisine encompasses the cooking styles, traditions, and recipes associated with the island of Ireland. So it is an Ireland. I, it is an island. It is an Ireland, after all. It evolved with centuries of social and political change. That doesn't tell me anything. Cuisine is based on fresh vegetables, fish, oysters, mussels, and other shellfish, traditional soda bread, and a wide range of cheeses that are now being made across the country. And, of course, the potato. Potato. Mine's going to be more potato focused, it sounds like, because I'm not making anything like with fish. Fish, fish. Are you going to eat it if we make fishy foods? Or no? We'll burn that bridge when we get there. <laughs> I'll probably try a bite. Fried cabbage. Coal cannon? We love mashed potatoes. It's like mashed potatoes and cabbage. 
You ever heard of that? Colcanon? Coal cannon? No. I have heard about it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Oh, it was in a book that I read. I read a book. Danny's Book of Lies? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not my Book of Lies. It's in a trilogy that takes place in Ireland. I read it. I believe you. Apple cake? Oh, beef stew? Yeah. <laughs> beef stew. Yeah. Irish coffee. That's just regular coffee with alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I think according to Fun ba- Fun Bobby. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Fun Bobby on Friends. Okay. Shepherd's Pie is Irish. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Although Corn Shepherd's Pie is typically made with lamb, right? I don't know. Cottage Pie is the one with beef. Honey glazed carrots and parsnips. I'm making that. Shepherd's Pie. Do you is, like parsnips? Is typically made with sheep, yeah. What? Do you like parsnips? Yes, hmm. I do. Do you not? I've only had them once, and I didn't love them. But in my soup, <laughs> I don't remember when I was exactly. They I were just, in the soup. I, was, I don't know. I'm just so was there two times? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't grow the parsnips. I don't care. Yeah, no, I just, I just don't know. Lots of that was a weird night. Lots of cured fish. Yeah, there's lots of stuff in here. Okay. You said. Well, Irish cream coffee, like coffee. Irish coffee. Yeah, because like there's a there's a popular creamer for coffees. It's like Irish something, f- Irish cream flavored or something. What's that about? <laughs> wait, are we doing that? Is that? Oh wait, we're just gonna cook food. Okay. It is a whiskey infused drink. You don't have to be Irish to enjoy this whiskey infused coffee. Hey. So I I was right. So was Fun Bobby. Apparently. It's an upper and a downer. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> Boxty? That just looks like pancakes. Potato pancakes. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff. <clears throat> they seem real breakfasty. I love that about them. No no bangers and mash on that list? I didn't see any. I think bangers and mash is mash is British. Yeah. Or English. I keep saying British. Okay, well, we'll figure some stuff out. What else do we want to know, though? We're, we, this, this is mostly geography at this point. Is there two Irelands? Is it part of Great Britain? <laughs> Why they eat all those beans? Beans is Irish. Not <laughs> Beans are not Irish. Beans are everywhere. So let's repeat that sentence but, and go back to but that real quick. Just like baked beans. <laughs> beans is Irish. Baked beans are <laughs> common in Irish cuisine. Uh, yeah, I don't... Oh, bangers and mash. There we go. It is on there. I just had to keep going down the list. Irish pasties? Mm. <laughs> Stop it. I feel like there's a lot of crossover. I'm sure there like is. Like similarities with with the mainland. The mainland? <laughs> Champ? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a dish I'm making, apparently. Everything is better with butter, and these creamy mashed potatoes are no exception. It's just mashed potatoes covered in butter instead of gravy. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like a champ. I like it. Okay, we can stop reading this from the internet. I have a little better understanding of it now. I think we should talk, rather than just like cooking food and then talking about it, we should talk like about traditional dishes and how they became that way, right? Why are they traditional dishes? What, like corned beef and cabbage and things like that that are specific to Ireland. Like, how did, how do they gain that popularity, you know? Okay. I like that. You do that for the dish you make, and we will do that for the dish. You do that for the dish you make. How about I tell you what I'm going to make, and then you do the research? How about <laughs> you tell me what you're going to make? I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll do your research, and I'll tell you what I'm going to make, and I'll research yours, and you make mine. Okay. Okay. That sounds Really? <laughs> Have fun researching and making your own food, Denny. <laughs> Lame. Just kidding. <laughs> really (laughs) no i want to make food okay okay but you're still gonna research (laughs) i'm not gonna research yours okay i was just gonna braise a big hunk of beef and guinness you just keep bringing brisket like irish jews i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you can't you can't do that (laughs) it wasn't gonna be brisket but corned beef is usually brisket, actually. All right. Yeah. What are you going to make, champ? I like that. <laughs> I want to nickname you Snake Eyes and Champ. Whammy. It's Shark I'm Eyes. I'm not Whammy. 
<laughs> I don't want to be whammy. <laughs> so are you making corned beef and cabbage? Is that your... But what about you, Denny? Uh, cottage pie yeah. seems like something I've always been curious to try, and I've seen some videos that I've been homemade dough. What? You're going to make the dough from scratch? There's no dough in it. Oh, I'm thinking like a pot pie. Yeah, I mean, just I'm gonna mash some taters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so like shepherd's pie, it has potatoes on it. Yeah, ah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but cottage pie is with beef instead of lamb. Shepherd's is lamb. Mm-hmm. But I we believe that's correct. We always ate it with beef. It's called a shepherd's pie because yeah. that's that's how we do it here in America. But we're trying to. Uh, but they wouldn't be shepherds. They would be beffords. Rancher, rancher. Yeah. Shepherds herd sheep, and beffords herd beef. You know, you just can't make up words on podcasting. That's how we got all the words. We just made them up. Uh, I can make up whatever I want. It's a Befford. Anyway. Tell me about Befford's heifers. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Befford's and I was like, (laughs) you talking about my mama? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. So we'll look into some, some of the traditions behind that, how it became that way. I am interested in this, not even for the dishes we're going to make, but I'm interested in what the heck the whole potato famine was. I don't understand that at all. Like, did they, did they have a lot of potatoes and they went bad? Did they not have any potato? They couldn't grow? Like, do you know what it is? I think it was a, like a dust bowl situation. But it was exclusive the, to potatoes? The graps of wrath. This is the potatoes of wrath? The tates, was, the tates, uh, of, yeah, taters it was of wrath. Like the UK version of that, <laughs> the tots of wrath. <laughs> yeah. They didn't sing Oklahoma though. <laughs> they didn't sing Oklahoma in the grapes of wrath. No, I think that's in. I think, I think that's in. I think that's in Oklahoma. <laughs> no, I think it takes place in Oklahoma. Mm-mm. <laughs> Although, I'm surprised there's not a, a dust bowl, like, in the college football scene, you know? Yeah. That'd be uh, cool. Might be insensitive. Maybe. You could hold it there you know, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, just poke the bear. <laughs> Remember famine? <laughs> <laughs> now we live in excess. Uh. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> yeah. That was here 100 years ago. hmm we're going to celebrate the centennial of the Great Depression by reliving it, I feel. It's coming. All right. Do you know about the potato famine? I have n- no. I okay. Don't, I don't know anything ever. So you think it just, it just like dried up? Just potatoes, though? Or was that all they were growing? Did they have to diversify after the potato situation? I really don't know. Maybe the potato famine was like the gross Michel. Like it was a monoculture problem. Ooh, it could have been. We'll have to look into that. Probably not, but I feel smart for reference. Yeah, that was a good connection to make. I was proud of you when you said it. Cut it. It's too good for. It's too smart. <laughs> Cut it. Anyway, so I'm gonna be real ignorant here. Does this potato famine have anything to do with like Jesus, Saint Patrick's Day? Oh, I don't know. I would what have is, to, right? No, Saint Patrick like, like drove the banshees out of Ireland. Or <laughs> banshees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe rats. I don't know if that's funny enough to not be offensive. <laughs> it's close. I don't know. I don't know what he did. Every year on St. Patrick's Day, I try to like Wikipedia that thing to understand what the day is all about. Every year, and still, I have no idea why. Why is it a thing? I've never once looked into it, and I feel bad because it does have something to do with St. Patrick chasing something out, but I don't know what it was. I have an idea, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Is it banshees? No, I think it's pagans. Oh, I was thinking rats. Same day. It might not be pagans. It might be... Vegans? Uh, no, like the... Um, I thought it was crickets. They Rats? Like worship the, like the land and the earth. I think it starts with a D. D- dummies? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. No, uh, they worship the land. Anyways, the it was basically like a different religion. And I think that he... 
I think it had something to do with releasing snakes or something to try and <gasps> chase out snakes. This it was, other, I feel like this other snakes. This other religion. <laughs> Why is there so many mother snakes in this monk country? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, we have one among us, Samuel L. Patrick. Saint Patrick. Who? Who is Saint Patrick? Oh, we gotta save this for the main course. I know, but I gotta know now. Yeah, that's too much work. Okay, yeah, we'll find out what that was about also, I guess. I was just sitting here, because you're talking about all this potato famine, and I'm like, did St. Patrick, like, fix the potato famine? Like, what? Maybe St. Patrick was just like a, like a, what are you, an agricultural engineer or something? (laughs) I think that there's potentially a lot of misinformation glorifying his accomplishments when really there was uh, less than ideal um, intent. You think St. Patrick was a bad man? I think it's a matter of perspective, but there is a potential for that. We'll see when we find out more. All right. Winners write the history books. Yeah. That's true. We were just talking about that. All right. I don't have any other burning things I really want to know. I'm interested in the potatoes and the St. Patrick and making something, which I guess we can decide what we're making and just text each other and we'll just talk about it when we come back. But anything else you want to know? Dirty? No, sir. Thank you, sir. Top? No, sir. Thank you, sir. I do have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Dang it. I thought we were done. Shh. Someone had to do it. <laughs> uh, Wait, one more thing. Go ahead. Never mind. I remember mine. I forgot. <laughs> go ahead. Did you really? Because he was just joking. Yeah, I don't have anything. I forgot. Right. No, I remember. Um... I just I didn't think you were joking. You always have one more thing. Not always. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I am interested in just when we were talking about whiskey. This isn't exactly food, but I'm curious what drinks. I'm just going to look into that a little bit. Like whiskey's from there. Guinness. Guinness. Whiskey, not exactly food. <laughs> No, but I mean, yeah, I didn't mean like it's kind of food, but it's kind of food. Like food and drink, those are a category. It's food, food and drink. It's food adjacent. <laughs> it's food. Listen, it's what's how you wash it down. I've sustained myself. I've been trying to like before, so I, I mean, it counts. It's calorific intake, so I don't know. We, I don't know. I want to try to to see who has the best Irish accent, but also I don't want to offend a whole nation. So we can offend. Irish people, we're all Irish, I think. You're not, but we can. We're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> Speaking of offending Ireland, should we talk about Lucky Charms on this episode? Todd already brought it up. Oh, you did? Of course he did. <laughs> when did you bring that up? I don't remember that. He was Where was I? Right when you first brought up Irish food. Oh. He said corned beef and cabbage and Lucky Charms. I didn't hear that. I don't want to talk about Lucky Charms. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back after word from our sponsors to discuss more Irish food. This podcast was made possible by Hey Grill Hey. The new Hey Grill Hey app has been designed from the ground up to make things as easy on you as possible to get grilling and creating delicious dishes your friends and family can enjoy with features including one-tap shopping lists that will also add it directly to your meal planner, easily make additions to your shopping list to keep everything you need in one place, share your list with your partner or friend, and check things off as you go so you know you aren't forgetting anything. On top of all that, there are features that allow you to make your own notes about each recipe, available step-by-step video instructions from Susie Bullock herself, add recipes to your favorites list, and easily share new favorites with friends. Don't be afraid to get out there and try something new. Use the Hey Grill Hey app to help you become a backyard barbecue hero today. Welcome back to Foodie. That would be crazy if Conor McGregor was listening. Can you imagine that? The first like famous person that we hears us. It's him for this, and he's. It's like we don't blow up. We just he beats us up. It's like that would suck. Conor McGregor, please don't beat us up. Is he famous? 
I mean, we all know who he was, right? Was, yeah. <laughs> That's I just meant because I meant when it happened. Oh yeah, no, that no. he's not. He's still. I mean, people still know who he is. Yeah, no, I think he was in like some like I don't know B movie lately or something. Is he not the person I think he is? He might be. Yeah, I he, still do. He was his, pretty I still famous. do his walk every day. Yeah, in front of the mirror. what B movie? Um. I don't remember, like, Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Huh. All right. Moving on, I guess. So, want to get into some boring stuff, and then we'll talk about what we're cooked? Uh, sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Just offend a whole nation. That's no. All we could, we asked some yeah. boring questions. It's weird coming from him, right? I know. <laughs> Is it weird hearing someone do that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, no, just, like, we asked some geography-type questions. Where is Ireland? <laughs> Well, we did ask that. Northern Ireland and Ireland are separate countries. They're part of the same island, though. But uh, the United Kingdom is four countries. Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and England. So Ireland, which is on a... And those three are an island. And then Ireland and Northern Ireland are a separate island together. But Ireland's part of the UK. And Northern Ireland is not. Northern Ireland is not, yeah. So we we kind of talked about this in the in the app, just touched on it, but what is Irish cuisine? Uh, so it's based uh, on fresh vegetables, like we said, fish and seafood, uh, soda bread, which we kind of know what that is now, which we'll get into in a bit, uh, wide arrays of cheese, and the potato is really honestly a heavy part of their uh, cuisine at this point. Wide arrays of cheese or white? Wide. Wide. Many, many types of cheeses. A vast also, array. Probably also a lot of like lighter cheeses. I don't know. Is there dark cheeses? Well, no. We created orange cheese here and it's not real. So Blue cheese. Blue. <laughs> but even the blue is the white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The mold isn't though. All right. Anyway. Uh, da, da, da. if we we can talk about specific things we liked and came across in a minute, but we'll just power through this stuff real quick. Um, I don't know if you guys notice, and I'm gonna generalize this quite a bit because I'm sure people from Ireland who we actually do have people in Ireland that listen to the show. Um, so I don't mean to be generalizing of this, but we're taking an entire nation, although it's a much smaller, closer-knit nation than ours, and saying this is the food everybody eats. And that's probably not the case. There may be people in a certain city that are like, never, I will never eat that. What's wrong with you? What do you think? I'm a blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Which is the name of another city or whatever. <clears throat> so I apologize. But in general, when I think of pub food, food a lot of what i came across looking for recipes and doing this is that's what i think of mm. it's really pubby type food i think i would love living in ireland and just like if that's what's just available in a, every corner place i'd be cool with that i don't know what do you guys think about that when you looked at through the menu and stuff they, they had me at hello yeah i just uh i never had thought about irish cuisine as a thing and I know this probably it's kind of like we've talked about with curries. A lot of their food is like a lot of countries around there have their versions of these dishes yeah. too. But I, I think that that's where I'm at. Like I never distilled it. Yeah. Um, but now that we've been thinking about it and looking at it now, um, I agree. I there's a lot of things that appeal to me about Irish food. I'm sure there are some things that don't. Yeah. But that's going to be true of anywhere. Like there, one of the things I found was a, a whoopie pie recipe. But I did research on whoopie pies, and they <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like first credited to be made in like Maine or maybe Pennsylvania. But Ireland really likes them, so they started making them with. Do you know what a whoopie pie is? Uh huh. It's like a big cakey Oreo. Yeah. That they put like Irish cream in the middle of it, and then now it's like an Irish thing. That, mm. But it, it like sounds better than a basic whoopie pie. Yeah, whoopie pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, a lot of it like came from like from England. It feels like same, same. But then they made it their own, and now it's like tradition has taken root with it yeah. there. Yeah, um, and you know a lot of the Guinness type stuff. I mean, there's different versions of that, but 
like Guinness braised anything is going to be an Irish type thing because it's it is Irish actually. That's not just a gimmick. It's <laughs> and Bailey's, yeah, and Bailey's, uh, and some other things. I can't remember all of them, but we'll get into it in a minute. Not specifically whiskey though. It's hotly debated. It turns out. <clears throat> um, whiskey. Anyway, I didn't do the historical uh, relevance of individual dishes because you didn't tell me what you were making, and I didn't want to do that anyway. But this is just a little brief history of stuff I thought was interesting because before I even decided to do this, one thing I thought a lot about is it seems like a lot of their their entree-type things are either boiled or uh, yeah, just Boiled or cured. They do cure a lot of meats and they boil a lot of their, like, they boiled sausage or whatever instead of, like, fried or whatever. You guys notice that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Denny at all? <laughs> sure. Even in just, like, British cuisine or whatever. So that's something I thought was interesting because as I was reading in the history, it's because they said most of the recipes and cooking methods that they continued to use uh, throughout their history were started in the Bronze Age. Um, and that was like what was available, the type of method that was like microwaving stuff at that time. So that's basically where all their their recipes were based. Hmm. Makes sense. So like if our civilization stopped evolving today and the other thing that we're all currently making for the most part as Americans was what we became known for hundreds of years from now, they would think that our entire civilization was based on like air fryer recipes or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that's probably just because it was the most convenient, closest to what we wanted them yeah. to do at the time. Not because they were like, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it. I've never thought of it that way, but that's interesting. I hadn't either, uh, but uh, quite a few things made me think of that, which that's kind of why I want to talk about this part. So anyway, uh, that's how that happened. Give me a sec here. Um, it also is, they did, it was popular at the time also because they weren't chopping things up or anything. They were boiling vegetables whole and stuff and it, they believed and it proved to be true. It helped it to contain, re retain a lot more of the nutrients. I, I was trying not to say refrain and then I went the wrong way. Um, but yeah, it helped retain the nutrients a lot better. And also there, again, not a lot of options. Um, and it was not until the 16th century when Sir Walter Raleigh, who was English, brought potatoes, which had recently become the new craze being imported from Peru and imported them to Ireland. So that it wasn't until like almost 1600 that Ireland had potatoes. Really? From, from Peru? <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's crazy. From Peru. That's where that's where potatoes are originally from. So, yeah. Peruvian taters. Yeah. So, anyway, um, kind of in the same theme of uh, not thinking about trendiness and all that kind of stuff, they got introduced to potatoes, uh, primarily uh, the Irish lumper, which is what it's known as now, is a specific breed of potato, which is so popular it does become grown as a monoculture rather than growing even different kinds of potatoes together they're just growing this one because it grows big and it's easy and it's easy to process and store and all that stuff and it's profitable right just like the gross michel mm -hmm. exact exact same thing it was even a, a thing that clones it didn't have seeds they could store so when this it got hit with a really bad thing of blight which is just a disease that can affect, it said it affects the foliage and tuber, like roots and the green parts of these kinds of plants, and it affected these potatoes and tomatoes also. Um, so the potato famine was really serious, and it within 200 years, a thing they didn't have became their primary thing they ate. There were other factors that said that contributed to, to the potato famine, but it was the primary thing. I mean, we call it the potato famine still. One in eight people died in a three-year period. What? Jeez. That's how dependent they were on this one thing and how much it affected stuff. And again, there were, there were other small factors, but we don't call it the potato, et cetera, famine. Like, it was the potato famine. So, yeah, pretty crazy. 
And we still eat our food that way. We don't have a wide variety of bananas. We've talked about that. We have mm-hmm. a different, exact same problem banana. Same, sorry, that was a little soapboxy, but I just thought it was insane. No, well, it's interesting, but you were also right about it being a monoculture, which is interesting. Yeah. What was the name of that? Lumper. Lumper. It's an Irish lumper, yeah. It's just like pretty similar to the type of potatoes we eat now, just like a big potato. Like a russet? I, is that it? I thought russets were the little red guys. No, russets are the big Idaho ones. Oh, then yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're the ones grown in the dirt. Anyway. Those, those ones. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, some A few other questions real quick. Is green and ham, green eggs and ham associated with communism? <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah, we did. I couldn't. I, I could not find a consistent amount of credible resources on this. Okay, so I, I want to be clear. I want to be clear, dude. I found resources, lots of them, because they've been wiped from the internet. That's why. Yeah, maybe. But it's it was a it was a heavy. Uh, yeah, it was banned. It was supposedly banned in China for decades for being uh, anti-communist propaganda or communist. Pro- I don't know. Marxist pro- anti-Marxist propaganda. Yes, it was banned for being anti-Marxist propaganda, allegedly. Lots of stuff on the internet about it. Nothing that I could like corroborate and be like, oh, I like all their opinions enough, and there's enough overlay with... like. There's just some crazy theories. Nothing that I was already like, this is all objectively true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that I... It, that's my opinion, but like things that are true or not. Some stuff was kind of opinion-y. But it's out there. So I just want to be clear. Like, I didn't pull that out of my butt. Like, I've heard that a lot, but it's a like an urban legend type thing. I don't have anything serious to back it up. Okay. But Probably I need to read that book again. But I thought it was interesting. Because it's a guy trying to be forced to eat the same green eggs and ham that everybody eats. And he's like, I don't want green eggs and ham. I want this. What if I want that? And he's like, we're eating green eggs and ham. You eat green eggs and ham. You know? You know, but it depends on which side of the argument you're on. It's definitely about communism. <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's thought, pro or anti. I just thought this cat really liked it, so he's just trying to share the love. It's not the cat. That's the cat in the hat. Is it the cat from the cat in the hat? I don't gonna get it. This it is all different. Blurs. This is a whole different rabbit. It hole. all blurs together. Okay, let's let's move on. It's too controversial. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is whiskey Irish? Oh man, you guys, this got it. <laughs> I want to be clear. Guinness is Irish, okay? Bailey's is Irish. Uh, hang on, there's a few more things. What does Bailey's count as? Like, if you're in the liquor store, is it under a specific Probably liqueur? Yeah, it's a liqueur. Oh, okay. All right. So, it's often credited as the full name is Scotch whiskey. So, there's part of the problem, um, right? Oof. Now, there's a lot of hotly debated things out there from fairly reputable sources and everything. And they kind of say it's, it's up in the air. Um, now I found one thing that seems to be a very reputable resource. It's an, it's a org. It's a museum. It's like an actual, uh, country affiliated museum, right? I'm going to tell you the name yet, but this is what they have to say on it. It's they're they're I won't even tell you what side they're on. But it says like Scottish whiskey first appeared in the late 15th century, but there are they they claim this museum claims that there are official records not corroborated just by them showing that uh, Christian monks had been in Ireland had been distilling whiskey with techniques they learned about distilling from uh, the Arabian world as far back as 500 to 600 A.D., which is like a thousand years Whoa, before dude. Scotland. Right? There's no now. This is where it gets a little dicey. The, it, it, it's the Irish Whiskey Museum. So I, yeah, they really have a dog in the fight on this. So. Yeah. But they're like, like, yeah, but ours was a thousand years before yours. Then that's, I don't know. A thousand years seems like a pretty broad range to mm-hmm. like even possibly something could have happened. But the timeline does line up, I believe, based on like our Frodo Crescent and like Silk Road conversations and stuff, that Arabian world influence would have been there at that point. So yeah. it's possible. Huh. Anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, that's appropriate. Yeah. Impossible the man, the man is nothing. The man is a Celtic legend. That's, uh, yeah, very good. Anyway, that, I thought that was interesting. 
but they could be biased. Uh, we talked about the Irish potato famine a little bit anyway. Bumpers. Um, but yeah, can you believe that? One in eight people. That's insane. That's almost like there's six people in this house. <laughs> yeah. Right now. One more person and we'd be out of room <laughs> in Ireland at that time. In three years. <sighs> Just like. That's some Thanos stuff. Yeah. Yeah, is. man. That, that's crazy. Anyway, I, I mean, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to, I don't know how to transition from this back into jokey food stuff, but it's very tragic. No, that is hard. It was a long time ago. And I mean, it's, we, I, we need to take away the lesson that we need to try to be less dependent on monoculture stuff. Yeah. I guess that thing keeps coming up, you know? It's weird how things keep coming up and I keep ignoring them and eating regular bananas or whatever. Mm. Anyway. <sighs> So, yes, it was like the Grapes of Wrath, but in Ireland. Okay. In but not to, like Oklahoma. In answer to your question. Um, I did some research on Oklahoma, and that is not what I was thinking of when I brought it up. Uh, I was way off pace. Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that story is not the same as the Grapes of Wrath. No, I, I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, I really wasn't. I just... Like the Grapes I of Wrath seen, is dark. I had seen the Grapes of Wrath as a play. Yeah. And in my mind, I don't know, I was bored out of my mind, I'm sure. And I was like, <laughs> my brain must have been singing music or something because somehow it intertwined Oklahoma as well. And I was not joking, but yeah, after doing some research, very cursory research, it was ridiculous that I had those things confused. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, who was St. Patrick and what did he actually do? That felt real Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> who's your daddy? Uh, and did he fix the potato famine? No, he had nothing to do with it. They just eventually, like, it ended the bike yeah, in a way. Like, they survived. Yeah, they survived. Uh, hey, let's eat other food. So, uh, he is the, he's known as the patron saint of Ireland. Of Ireland. Ireland, not wow. like of travel or like, you know, like car air fresheners, like of, a whole country. Of liars and fakes? <laughs> what is that? that? Fallout Boy song? Yeah. <laughs> nice. right. I was like, I know I know so, this. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, he was actually born in England, though, not Ireland. This mm. is, his story is crazy, okay? So, I think this is interesting because it's not really food related, but St. Patrick's Day is why we were talking about this, and that's coming up. So, we're going to talk about it, okay? He, his, his father was a deacon, but his family was not religious. His father was a deacon as a tax evasion measure. Oh. Okay. Uh, so Respect. That, that's where our story starts is St. Patrick, just Patrick at that point. Little Patty, probably. Little Patty boy. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> Big Pat. <laughs> Big Pat, Little Pat. It's probably Little Pat. I don't know. Anyway, uh, his dad was a tax-evading uh, religious charlatan. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's the home he grew up in. No reason to believe he actually was religious at that point, based on this stuff. Everyone thought he was throughout a lot of history because of the mention of his dad being a deacon, but then... A little digging, and it was like, oh, actually, opposite. Um, so, yeah. Could be the same, too. Depends on the religion, I guess. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. I don't want to get sued. His family estate was attacked by Irish raiders when he was 16, and he was kidnapped and imprisoned in Ireland. So this guy that ends up becoming the patron saint of Ireland was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken to Ireland while living in England. That's wild. They came across the sea, at least whatever that little <laughs> part channel. of the sea. Yeah, the channel. And got him. <laughs> he got got. Yeah. And they took him back. They just Dunkirked him. So he was in prison <laughs> for six years. But why him? Oh, my gosh. I don't know Was why. it a crime of Dude, convenience or were they going after him? thought it was so long ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's no, like, decree like, from this group of people to I go capture this I kid? How old was he? 16? 16. Listen, which back in these times, it was like he was a man at that age. Yeah, he was yeah. middle-aged. Anyway, moving on. He was in prison for six years. Dude, this is crazy. The the universe, right? And the, and the simulation. He escaped 
like Andy Dufresne. Okay. All right. And like, like prison escaped and got back to Ireland. And he believed Wait, during... He was, you mean got back to England? Got back to England. Got okay. out of Ireland. Thank you. So he gets back to England and he'd been having, he claims, visions from God that he needed to convert uh, all the non-Christians in England to Christianity, right? He just oh. became religious while imprisoned. Or maybe it was a tax evasion method that he learned from his dad. Who knows? I don't know. But he goes back to Ireland to try to convert all of the non-Christians. And also, this is mission that he was sent with was dual purpose. Convert all the non-Christians and proselyze or whatever, preach to the, the current Christians, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets credit a lot for bringing Christianity, but he didn't. Uh, and as far as like the, the snakes thing is just a metaphor for him trying to rid the pagans, convert all the pagans, mm-hmm. right? He didn't actually do that. He wasn't even that successful of a missionary. He didn't bring, like he, there's a lot of really good stuff he gets credited for and a lot of really bad stuff he gets credited for. Some of it, he had very little to do with to none. By all accounts, he was a pretty mediocre dude. And some of the stuff didn't even happen. Okay. So that's St. Patrick. That has nothing to do with Ireland. He wasn't even Irish. So I feel comfortable, like, not if some English people might get mad, but they don't claim him anyway. Yeah. This isn't your episode. He's not the patron saint of England. Yeah. So, so the snakes thing is just representative. They, they, were, of re, they were referring, it was a metaphor of calling non Christians. Uh, yeah. That. But this is pretty cool. Uh, one of the things that he did is uh, instead of like saying you got to denounce all of these Im- symbols and images and all these worship, all these uh, practices, everything, you just got to do away with that and be Christians. He did a lot of incorporation, and I thought this was cool. The mm. Celtic cross is a Christian cross with a sun mm. overlaid on it because I can't, I didn't, it was just pagans, but it was the people you were talking mm-hmm. about that their belief system was based on kind of like uh, Mesoamericans, like, Let's. This is all about agriculture, basically. Yeah, the word I was trying to think of is druid. Druid. Yeah. yeah. That's like the practice, not like yeah. the general like lifestyle, I guess maybe. But yeah. Yeah. yeah right. But they were pagans by the as far as the religious mm-hmm. part. Anyway, so yeah, that was that, and he also uh, that's why they used like bonfires in their Easter celebration because that was part of their ritual, part of the harvest and the new. You Seems know. like a reasonable way to approach. I thought that was pretty uh, revolutionary for his time, yeah, especially for his time. Yeah, he was, even now it's like, hmm. Yeah, but by by most accounts, he was a moderately successful missionary. What became his life's mission? He had a pretty interesting childhood. Um, I, I mean, know. yeah, he was kidnapped by pirates. Yeah. that's pretty interesting. Irish pirates, 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 Any, pirish. Are you Pirish? Pirish Irits. Anyway, uh, yeah. So also, uh, he wore the color, it was like a dark royal blue. Um, and maybe represent. they believe colored representations. He was very associated with this color, so much so that they did colored representations of him. And they probably faded to a weird looking green over time. And hence the, you get pinched if you're not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. Because huh. time <laughs> ruins everything. Yes, it does. You ain't pinching me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, enough about history. Let's talk about the food we had. Oh, and there was made. so much. I hope that wasn't too boring. I thought a lot of it was pretty cool. No, I like it. I almost fell asleep. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, but you're a tired boy. Always tired. And you don't listen, so I'm not. A, I, <laughs> if you fall asleep, I'm like, well, that wasn't me. <laughs> At least you know. Anyway, uh, yeah. Todd, what'd you make tonight? Just kidding. But what'd you bring? You brought stuff. You were a busy boy and you're forgiven. You provided things. What Irish stuff did you provide? So we were going to make some. Only do the first thing first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'll do like kind of how we ate. So, yeah. uh, Susie and I talked about making an Irish soda bread Mm -hmm. because we we homeschooled our kids for a year when, you know, the pandemic was, was upon us. And uh, well, that was one of the lessons we were going through. Was it was like we baked Irish soda, Irish soda bread with the kids for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't really particularly enjoy it. It wasn't like the best bread ever. But we were gonna make some, and but like, oh, we'll put some Kerrygold butter on it. 
which is Irish, and then we'll put some Dubliner cheese on it, which is obviously Irish. Well, maybe yeah. Americanized yeah. Irish. I have no idea. It was killer, though. Yeah. So luckily we were at the store, and the store had made Irish soda bread, so we just bought some and brought it. And ours wouldn't have had raisins in it, but this one did. And it turned out with the butter on it and the cheese on it, it was actually very, very tasty. Dude, whatever it is that I don't like about, because I like grapes. So whatever, there's something about raisins mm-hmm. I like, but not everything, right? And I quite hate the thing. I don't know what it is, though. I like uh, certain things that are dried that way. So I just I can't pinpoint what it is. But whatever it is, this neutralized it. It's the warmth. It, well, it was the texture was a little bit different. The taste was a little different. The mm. the warmth maybe too. Yeah, they were a little more like rehydrated than chewy raisins. Yeah, they were somewhere like a we're not there yet. Grape like a grazing. <laughs> we're not there yet. Grape. A, we're, we're a grazing. A grazing. A grazing. <laughs> These are just old grapes. Those are grazing. So <laughs> the idea to put butter and Dubliner on top of this bread was your guys's idea. That was Susie's idea. I, I thought take credit for I it. thought it was like a traditional thing no. because it worked so well together. No, we were just trying to be as uh, get the most Irish. Just things. throwing it all at the wall. Yeah. Well, well, it stuck. I'm telling you oh. because that that combination was crazy. So one of the things I didn't talk about much in the food portion, like the where the like the types of food they eat thing was. The diet's always pretty much been the same, but at a certain point, like the wealthy were eating the meat and stuff, uh, and the poor got like the byproduct of that, which is where they ate a lot of cheeses and dairy, and they learned to make this. Like, I, isn't this the bread you bake in like a box in the sun or whatever? Yeah, it was yeah. some weird tradition. So it's definitely like a poorer people's bread, right? Hmm. And so a lot of the type, and they because they had to use the grains and the barley to su- supplement the protein, like they didn't get because the rich people ate all the meat, right? And then eventually it all kind of one thing again. But, yeah, I bet they were throwing whatever they could together. So they probably did eat like that. Like, you would if you had five ingredients. You're going to be like Taco Bell and mix those into all kinds of different It was just so amazing that I can't believe it's not a traditional thing. Right. No. I I don't think there's no, like, none of those type of recipes. And, yes, Susie's like a freaking, I mean, I'm not even surprised anymore after Seeing the, some of the stuff, but like a savant with food. <laughs> yeah. We should tell them. We yeah. should tell the Irish people about this genius creation. We <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Oh, you put cheese on bread. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I just, it was kind of an accent, but mostly just not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. Dude, it was really good. All right. I made an Irish stew, a Guinness stew. Yeah. Beefy, uh, yeah. And then we didn't use the potatoes that it called for. Instead, we wanted to do mashed potatoes under it because I like that. And it said it was like a thicker, like a gravy-type recipe anyway. So I was like, yeah, we'll just do it on mashed potatoes. That'll mm-hmm. be good. And it also called for parsnips, but we had a conversation the last time we met about how you don't really like those. So I was mm-hmm. like, we'll just leave those out anyway. So yeah. Oh, I love the carrots. They're so good. But yeah. It got burned a little on the bottom, and some of the beef got like crispy so that was a little nasty but overall it was all right i want to do it again though i think i can do better with more time and attention it was a little rushed i think that the idea of trying again instead of giving up and or the confidence in knowing what you can change doing it again is part of the evolution of the last year of what we've been doing oh yeah it's i that's it's awesome it's weird because normally i would just be like sorry like you you can see it and you want to try it again even some of the stuff that went wrong i liked. like i like the whatever the burn did if i can just avoid it getting the specific ingredients and it just adds that roasty flavor Mm -hmm. i liked the flavor honestly Yeah, it was awesome. I said multiple times while I was eating, it was a very bold flavor. Yeah, you said there some was, inappropriate things. <laughs> that is <laughs> par for the course. And but <laughs> I, I want to be full credit here. Like, Aubrey was my 50-50 making this. Like, time was limited, and she helped me do everything. Like, she, we, I didn't just make this myself, and I don't want to, like, misrepresent that. So. All right. To be clear. That's weird since she doesn't listen to the I podcast. I know. It doesn't matter because she doesn't listen, but, like, she knows people who do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like anyway. your mom? No, my mom doesn't listen anymore. Oh. She's like, you guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. Well, 
Anyway, what'd you make, Denny? Uh, oh, I was just going to keep complimenting your stew. I thought it was really, really good. And the decision to go over mashed potatoes, I think, was perfect because um, it helped lighten things up a little bit. Which is weird to say about mashed potatoes. Yeah, and also, yeah, for the stew, because the flavors were so bold, um, the Guinness and the, the carrots and the beef and it all came together in such a way that it was so rich and so good that to have them on that pillowy mashed potato, I thought it was, I thought it was inspired. It just adds layers yeah. and intrigue to the dish rather than just all mixed together. Yeah. yeah it, instead of just chomping through like a potato while I'm also having a carrot, it was just like a pillowy luxurious sort of experience. I liked it a lot. I was going to tell you like the, so the, it was like just garlic and onions in olive oil to start. Well, you cooked the beef first and then you left in olive oil, right? Mm -hmm. And then you took the beef out and set it aside. And then I cooked the garlic and onions in it for a little bit until they're real soft. And it was, you're basically making a brew, but we chopped up a bunch of raw bacon and put it in there, which I've never done with something like that. Maybe it's common, but I hadn't done it. I don't think you guys had said you'd done it. No. It was weird. It was just a weird In this? Yeah. It was all cooked down so much that I did not notice any garlic, onion, no, or I know. bacon. It was like a root, basically. Yeah, That's it the was incredible. Pre, you do it really early on, and it all boils down. Yeah, it was so like flavor compacted that it was... Oh, it was... Again... I tried whilst we were eating to come up with another adjective, but bold is the only thing I could think of. It was, it was just bold flavor, and it was, was fantastic. Was there a tomato product in there? Like there was put... a tomato paste, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, three tablespoons, I think, in the recipe. Um, I was going to tell you the recipe, like where it's from. I'll put it in the notes anyway, but it was the Chunky Chef. Nice. And it is just a uh, Irish Guinness stew. i got to get back up to the top and give it the appropriate credit, actually. Guinness beef stew, but it was, I found it in Irish stew recipe. So yeah, it was good. Hmm. I got right. beef with a chunky chef, but anyway, let's move on. Go on. Uh, I surprising. No one looked up a recipe on the cooking for cottage pie is what I cooked. Monsieur Sam. Yep. Uh, Mr. Sam, the man that got me into cooking. I was going to ask, but I, I knew you wouldn't tell me until we got on here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, nice. it was. And I, it, there's been a couple different times he's made videos about it, but I wasn't sure on either. So I just went to his website and it was even a third kind of different recipe. Um, and so I went with that one, although I mixed it up a little bit. Um, one of the things that Sam does that I love, and I totally needed it today so badly because it was a long day at work. Uh, I was tired and stressed. Uh, is be okay with finding shortcuts. You don't have to do everything from scratch. The peas and carrots from my cottage pie were both frozen peas and carrots that I just bought. Uh, the mashed potatoes were like a family size pack of Bob Evans mashed potatoes that I just microwaved <laughs> and then mixed some cheese and a bunch of pepper in there because they were salty enough, obviously, oh, ours with were the preservatives. Instant potatoes, too. So, yeah. so they were salty enough with the preservatives, but I put a bunch of pepper and then some cheddar in there and then a little bit more cheddar on top. Why was it so creamy, though? I don't know. Honestly, I don't it know. It was rich. There was a richness. Like, not it, in it a way like, with a dessert where you're like, that's too rich in it a was, good way. It, I mean, you kind of made a roux. Like, it was ground beef... And then, like I said, peas, carrots, onions, um, and then I mixed in some flour with that to start making like a roux sort of thing. And then I just added beef broth, a bunch of tomato paste, and um, like three tablespoons of parsley. And then that was the bottom layer. And then it was just the mashed potatoes with cheese on top. And that was it. Dude, it was, it was so good. It was, it was so easy. It was super good. I loved it. It was. I really recommend that you try it. It's it's in three steps. Like you cook the beef. Well, in this recipe, the way that it's actually laid out, you do the potatoes, then the beef, then the vegetables, then mix it all together. And any way that you do it, it was it was cake. And I can't believe it turned out as well as it did with the corners that I cut as far as frozen veggies that I added, pre-made potatoes that I bought at the store. I'm very excited with the way that it turned out, Dude, and I cut corners. It was it was delicious. It was my favorite thing tonight. 
I don't know. That bread was amazing too. Just the whole combo was crazy. I liked everything. I'm going to tell you, uh, I know that I'm speaking for myself. I always like to clarify that, but I also do think this opinion is shared by a great deal of people. I would venture to say the majority, not like 99% of people, but more than half. Yeah, 51. Food in that region, like Western European food is bland and blah, blah, blah. They didn't do any of this. Dude, this was one of the most rich and like deep flavor experience meals I've had. Yeah, there was a lot of complex flavors and things going on. There was depth. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was like Indian level depth, but it was up there. Like yeah. it was not, nothing was bland. Way more complicated than I think it gets credit for or that I would have given it going into this conversation. Yeah. Me too, for sure. But, all right. Mm. Any closing thoughts, anybody? Todd? Yeah. I'm stoked for corned beef and cabbage. It's happening next week. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh yeah. You're doing a re-return? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I didn't get I, that. If I would have... You don't, put, you'd brought stuff. Oh, wait, wait. We're not done. You brought other stuff. If I would have put more, if I would have put more effort into it, I would have made corned beef and cabbage for tonight. Yeah, but you don't need to make that. We're good. You brought stuff. You made. You and put also, effort. Also, had you brought even more food we that wasn't what you brought, I'm glad it. I did. We I'm glad died. you. It was perfect that you brought the bread. It was perfect. We needed it, and it was. Yeah, it, the bread and desserts. Perfect. Now, talk, which we forgot. Talk about the desserts. So in the store that I bought the Irish soda bread, I walked. They had. I walked by. They had this um, center display thing. And it had all of this. Well, I just, just the Guinness. Uh, the harp? Yeah, it caught my eye. <coughs> the logo. That's the word I was looking for. Mm. And I was like, because I, I was I was searching around today. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll whip up a dessert real quick. So I was, I was Googling like traditional Irish desserts. And these, just these different cakes, like apple cakes and stout, you know, Guinness stout chocolate cakes yeah. and all this. I'm like, oh, it'll be so good to make one of those. But I... I didn't have time to run to the store to buy a Guinness. I had a Budweiser in the fridge, but I don't know if that would be an equal, <laughs> an equal substitution. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> On this of all episodes, yeah. I will stand up yeah. for that. Like, they changed the name of Budweiser to America for a while. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, so I went to grab it, and then it was a Guinness Stout Pie or Guinness Stout Chocolate Cake. And I was like, perfect. And then, I, and then right next to it was a Bailey's, like cake of Just some a, sort yeah creamer cake cream yeah, cake. An irish oh, cream man. cake it's that was bomb i'm eating some more of that and they say no alcohol on them but <sighs> dang boozy. They like they were boozy they smell and taste ridiculously boozy they remind yeah. me of like those chocolates older people would eat at christmas parties yeah. that i wasn't supposed to be yeah. I'm like you can't touch that and i'm yeah. like ooh, it smells gross they yeah. they seem like um, like procured like pre-made shots or something that you would buy yeah. from a liquor store. Like that's, it tastes very specifically alcoholic. It's yeah. crazy that there's no booze in them. Yeah. But the, I really liked the, the Bailey's one a lot for the record. They're both very interesting at the very least. I didn't love, love either of them, but the chocolate was m- very interesting. It smelled like, beer i yeah. like, i i straight up i was saying the chocolate but i don't i don't think it was the chocolate it was like i had it what <laughs> it was it, the mystery of the chocolate no it, yeah. it, no no it wasn't even the chocolate that there was the mystery of it was just like this was this is a thing and i had the thing and we all had the thing and it was like eh, and there was some good and some bad right but i felt like there was a thing that would put it over the top one way or the other just outside my grasp does that mm. make sense? Yeah. It's like I could feel that I was missing something. Like maybe my palate's not ready for yeah. this almost. Like, I get that. I felt like I was looking at algebra for the first time and I know how to do plus and minus like or something. It's like you're staring at a painting in an art museum and you're like, yeah. I, I don't get it. I almost get it, but I don't. But it's like a copy of a painting because like I bet if I had like some Irish chef make a traditional version of that, I'd be like, oh, that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Maybe authenticity. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> anyway, they were really good, though. Sorry, I almost skipped right past the desserts. That was the best part for me. All the bread. I like carbs. I like bready carbs. All right, we good? I'm good. That's Anything? probably why I was so tired this episode. I was potatoes and 
Yeah. Well, we consumed thousands of calories yeah. before that we started recording. Basically, Denny and I made the same thing upside down. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just like a, a gravy-ish meat and vegetables with mashed potatoes. Yeah, but sorry, the flavors were all... Oh, totally different things. Yeah. And the cheese, man. Ooh, good too. All right. Well, I enjoyed it. I I got a lot more out of it than I was expecting. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited that as we continue to move forward, this is the first like cooking food episode we've done in a long time, and we've kind of blended in like learning more about the culture. We've done a better job with that this time too. Like I'm excited about the balance and the direction that we're going. I love this episode. Yeah. And on the subject of like offending countries of people, I'm gonna say this like. Most of what we celebrate here in America with St. Patrick's Day is not based on anything real, and he's not Irish. So, like, if you're going to do what we all do as Americans, not all of us, but, like, the majority of Americans do, like, I'm just saying this to, like, remind everyone, since it's coming up in the next couple of days, be responsible while you celebrate that. Yep. So, that's all. That's my final note for the day. Thanks for doing this, guys. Hope it was all right. I enjoyed the food. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. It was, it was pirate. <laughs> Irish, all right? Irish pirate. Pirate. Oh, oh we said pirate. Never mind. Irate? I'm irate. All right, we're done. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.